Uh, okay. Okay, what's up, noobs? Um, anyway, he's gonna take us through everything. Just look at these charts. If you got wrecked, welcome to the club. Okay, so how's that? As you can see, the bottom is $50. All right, that's what we're looking at. So that's your target, that's when you start longing. Okay, short all the way down to $50, and listen to Tony Vase. That's how you win this game. Welcome everyone to SA Crypto's fortnightly market analysis. And uh, this is the inaugural episode with myself, James Preston, and SA Crypto's financial analyst, Graham Tennant. Welcome, Graham. Thanks so much, James. So I think um, it's obviously a very concerning time for a lot of people in the markets at the moment. And so hence, now is the right time to begin with a show like this. Uh, we've been meaning to do it for quite some time here at SA Crypto to take our podcast and move it into the YouTube and video space. So here we go. And I think after last night's serious break to the downside, violent break to the downside, it certainly is, uh, it certainly is timeous that we Absolutely. get on Absolutely. I think uh, finally we've got something to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's also the yeah. truth, isn't it? So for those that don't know, Graham has been writing for SA Crypto for a couple of weeks now, going on two months almost. And he actually called this break in an article that he wrote three weeks ago, uh, just looking at the... the uh, very, very low volatility, the Bollinger Bands were tightening, and there was just nothing happening, which meant the more that nothing happened, the bigger the, the violent break would be. And obviously the question is if that's going to be to the downside or to the upside, and Graham's uh, bias was bearish. Graham, you saw this coming. Tell us what do you think happened? I mean, we, we saw a drop. So, so here's our chart. I mean, look at that red candle. That is frightening. I mean, from around $6,200 to right the way down to almost $5,000 US dollars. Take us through what happened. Sure. So, I mean, following on the previous conversations we've had and the, and the articles <clears throat> that, we've, that we have covered, you know, the market in the last couple of weeks or months, um, you know, we obviously saw this... Um, movement of the market which was contracting and as you said earlier you know contracting markets it's like a spring being wound up and the longer and the more low volatility that market becomes the more it contracts the more energy is essentially stored and when you do get a break one way or another then you do expect the market to move quite substantially and you know, as you alluded to i mean it's nice to get a call right i mean i get plenty of them wrong um, and but trading is about probability, and it's not saying that it's not so about saying this is what's going to happen. And you look at a crystal ball, and and you put your life savings on that without any risk management. It really is about weighing up the probabilities and, and just and, and, and try to you know, make decisions from there. So although it's nice to get one right, um, you know, making money is a lot more important than getting four right, um, and that comes down to you know having a trading strategy. Your risk management is correct, and obviously trading that strategy regularly um, and, and, and to a specific method. So, uh, for those that may be watching this in the future, this is being recorded on the 15th of November. This violent break happened uh, in the late hours, South African time, Central African time, of the 14th of November in the evening. What was the main support zone that broke and sort of triggered the alarm bells sure. for you? So, let, I mean, let's take a look at the chart and. And you know, this is a daily chart, so it goes back um, a fair amount of time, roughly towards the end of last year. 
And you know, as we've had this year, it's, it, it, we're still in a bear market. And I keep on saying that, I, and, I, and I hear people you know, speak about um, you know, the bullish signs are back. And I was you know, one of them. When you're looking for the, for the, for the bull to start you know, um, materializing in the chart, it has to materialize in the chart. And you look for signs that the market could be turning. Um, but you don't bet the house on it, or you don't make you know, large trades in, until you get that type of confirmation. And if you look at this chart, we just haven't had the confirmation all the way along. Um, and specifically in the last couple months, um, we've had a, 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 a quite extreme contracting. And these two uh, blue lines at the top and bottom show that squeezing of the, of the price action within a very, very narrow range. And you know, so we've got that contracting there, and then we've got the orange bar, which would be the long-term support line, which is around the 6,000 level, just above the 6,000 level, where it's been repeatedly tested. If, if you followed what, you know, what we chatted about previously, I've been waiting and looking for a break of the support level to confirm that you know, more pain is to come. And I think that this early break is more than likely you know, the start of more pain. You know, I don't think this is the end of it. I think we do go low from here on balance of probability. Um, on what of probability? Balance of probability. Oh, balance of probability. Okay. So, okay. so let's just um, take a step back. You, you've been bearishly biased for quite some time now because you know. So, so this is um, this is the big high of of that's late December, early that's January right. last year. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's late December last year. The big high. Everyone was was. Um, yep. going crazy about uh, when it almost reached 20,000 US dollars and since then we've had we've just had carnage a couple of these times here did you ever think that maybe we were out the the, the, the bear markets so you know you saw the early signs of a potential turnaround okay but it's quite clear I mean if you just look at it on a you know, very simply look for a, a, a higher high so every single time this this high, local high point has been lower than the previous one. That one's lower, that one's lower, lower, lower. So until we actually break above one of these previous highs, then you can put your ball uh, hat on. Right. So I mean, for example here, this was an area where I got it quite excited because that is an inverse head and shoulder pattern. There's your left shoulder, head, right shoulder. So break of that neckline is a bullish signal. So yes, we did get it. So, yeah, so, so there's your left shoulder, your right shoulder. Your head. There's your head. Yeah. Okay. So if you draw a line across there, that's called a neckline. You yeah. look for a break of that neckline, neckline. and we've got a really nice buy signal to the to the, to the top side. If you trade so it, I know you you would actually traded that. I did, and yeah, I made a little bit of money off that trade. But that wasn't the big bull event. That wasn't the turnaround in the market. Okay. Um, in order to do that, we would have needed to break that previous big high, which so we didn't quite get to. And so these ones here, for instance, this one here, in order to reverse. This sell off, yes. it needed to go above that yes. in order for this to reverse the market. So by here, we were already in a bear market, right? Yeah, and then absolutely. in order so. to, to 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 get out and reverse that bear market, we needed to break that again. So yep. Yep. okay, I'm following. Yeah, so and I mean in, in trading terms, I mean you can look at reversal patterns and continuation patterns. So a continuation pattern like a, like the name suggests is a continuation of the existing trend. Um, and a reversal pattern is a change of that trend. So although we got you know this reversal pattern here, which are inverse head and shoulders, it never materialized into in, with, you know, to the, a degree that would invalidate the um, the macro trend, which is um, by that stage bearish. Okay, and at no point have we fully broken out of that bear structure. Right. And until we get a proper reversal uh, pattern and an invalidation of the existing structure or the existing trend, rather, I remain. Um, 
bear issue bearish. in this uh, in this instance. Okay, so now coming back to um, the bear the, the bearish balance that yeah. you spoke of. Um, let's say let's say for instance you were sixty forty bearish mm. yep. for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. What kind of position now are you in terms yeah. of more pain? You mentioned there's more pain to come. Sure. Would you say you're still 60-40 there's more pain to come? Or now you're even more confident okay. there's more pain to well, come? Well, my target to the short side, because I am short now, um, is, is the 5,000 mark. I think that is the first target that's, the, uh, in my opinion, is a fairly high probability we go to 5,000. Okay. It's a nice round number. And if we do look at the chart, you know, that our previous highs from, now you need to look quite far back because now we're in new territory. But if you look quite far back, there's, you know, there's a previous high around the 5,000. If you look, put your Fibonacci levels on, 5,000 um, should be um, a, a, an area of relative support. So that's where I think there's a decent chance that we get a bit of a bounce. Um, and that's where I'll be looking to take profit on the short side. Okay. But from here, I mean, it's such an impulsive break. Um, straight through um, that support level, I mean, it's like a knife through butter. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, that's one candle. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously exceptions to this rule, but on balance of probability, again, a symmetrical triangle is a continuation pattern. So what happens going into the triangle, you can expect to happen going out of the triangle. Okay. That's interesting. Um, it's not necessarily always a very high probability outcome, but that is the general rule of thumb. So what you're saying here is what's happened here can be repeated here. It could. And if you're looking for a target, you know, another way to do it. A lot of, yeah, so I have seen a couple of charts going around. We're looking at the distance between that high and that low yep. right here. Yep. So if we measure essentially the distance from you know the top of the, the base of the triangle to the bottom and then we project that level down, yeah. You know, yeah, that's pretty low if, if that I mean that's is never that, takes is that, us. Is that the same that is that the same distance? It is the same. We're on a logarithmic chart here. Okay. So that's okay. why uh, oh, the right, I'm with you, I'm with you, the proportions are okay. scaring us here, <laughs> scaring us here. So that's without the logarithm, so that's... Okay. So uh, that's more, I can see now, yeah. even. So we're looking at solid support of 3.5. Just round yeah, up 3.5, 3.6, 3.7. Three, three, yeah, for me, I'm going to be taking profit a bit more, well, a bit sooner than that. And then I'll wait for the, wait for the next setup, you know, and then do we get a reversal type of pattern at some stage around the 5,000? Do we get a continuation pattern? Because you know, markets don't move in straight lines. So even, you know, uh, obviously this is an extreme scenario where we've just melted straight through that um, support level. But if we do get down to 3,500, which I think is, is um, well, I don't know if it's high probability, probability or not, but if we do get there, um, it's not going to go in a straight line, in my opinion. You know, that's very unlikely that we just go straight down. And generally you're going to get some kind of clues along the way. Is this setting up as an inverse head and shoulders? Is it a bear flag? What type of indications is the market telling us on the way down? And then I'm going to you know, play my cards accordingly at those different levels. Right, okay. I think another thing to bring into play here is a lot of people may be watching this on YouTube saying, gee, you know, uh, this is a financial analyst. He's, he's used to traditional markets. He's obviously uninterested in the fundamentals of Bitcoin. Mm. But I know in our conversations, you're actually quite excited about the fundamentals of Bitcoin Absolutely. and what it promises society. Yes. But you approach the financials of the market, the price of the market, purely from a non-emotional technical point of view. Is that correct? Yes, I believe that you have to. And I think that that's where you make the uh, your best decisions. Because in my opinion, especially in, in crypto, where at the moment it's an immature market, and I think that a lot of what happens in the market comes from uh, market sentiment. And I think that your best um, bet at, at accurately 
trying to predict what's going to happen going forward is to look at the at the price action and and the price doesn't lie you know the fundamentals can be interpreted in all sorts of different ways um, but the price is the price um, and it's the same for everyone so in my opinion it does level the playing field and if you've got a strategy uh, and, and you're disciplined in executing that strategy with good risk management I think you know that gives you the best chance of being successful as a trader in this market so, so you, you spoke mm. of now we're going to see less violent moves downward but it's most likely going to be a downward move what do you anticipate for the next couple of days and weeks so look I mean we've already um, gone sideways for a little bit, I mean, since the initial. So you changed that um, to the four-hour chart. That's right? a four-hour chart. Okay. Um, so we did drop down to around about. I mean, she should actually went down lower than I sure. actually originally thought. Down to around the five-two. Um, we then bounced back up to around five-six, and but yeah, I mean, this this looks like a continuation pattern to the downside. We got a bit of consolidation here. So once we initially had our downside break, we got some consolidation in that area and then another um, decent size spill to the downside. Um, but we're still hanging on to these, you know, it's just some kind of support here at around the 3,400 mark. Um, that seems to be where we found our support for now. The 5,400 mark. The 5,400 mark, correct. And yeah, I, I expect that we're going to see another break of, of that further you know, further from here to around the 5,000. As but violent a move as what we saw last night? Um, I can't, I can't. Call because you were, you were confident of a violent break. Yeah, so the reason I was confident about the violent break is because it had that price compression. Okay. Now the price compression is pretty much, you know, the energy has been lost. Um, so now we need to see what, what okay. setup we get from here. All right. Okay, so, um, so basically, I mean, you've, you've spoken about this for quite some time. We're going to get a violent break, James. We're going to get a violent break. Mm -hmm. Would you say we had our violent break? This is it. That, okay. that was the violent break. I mean, okay. you can't argue with that. That is, that's just gone straight through that support. And yeah. that support held for a very long time. You count how many times have been tested? Four, five, six times at least, I think, that that support zone was tested without uh, being broken. So the buyers there were very strong for a long time. Once that is moved out the way, then yes, I mean, it can only move quickly through that, right. through that area. Um, and now the question is, is that the first um, impulse leg? So that's a, a term that we use. So that's almost the initial move of, of high momentum or high energy in a specific direction, which we've got now. Now, what does that result in? Does that result in further downside? My, on balance of prob probability, yes. So that's why I remain bearish. And I, I expect this to be the first impulse leg in further downside moves. Okay. But again, the, the, the alternative is that this is just um, you know, a temporary uh, sell-off and, and now you get you know, some, some big guys seeing the opportunity and really coming and buying us up and, and then pushing us back above that support. Now remember that this, this um, support level should now turn into a res resistance zone. Okay. So um, I, I think there's still a decent opportunity that we actually bounce from here back and, and then test uh, the support zone. And at this point, I'll be looking to go short, most right. definitely, because okay. that is, that's a really nice area to short once we get a retracement. Remember, in a bear market, you want to sell the, um, the, the bounces. And in a bull market, you want to buy the dips. Yes. Okay. So if we get a nice bounce here into this um, support down to resistance zone, I think that's a very high probability um, short trade. Okay. So there we go guys, that's the inaugural video version of the now fortnightly market roundup. 
And uh, Graham, thank you. You can ask Graham any question. Uh, he analyzes almost any market that is uh, viewable on TradingView. And in one of his recent write-ups, he spoke about silver as a commodity, comparing silver with the Bitcoin market. Uh, so if you have any questions, it's at Graham Tennant, one word, eh? Yes. On, on Twitter, uh, G-R-A-E-M-E-T-E-N-N-A-N-T. That's right. We'll I'm put it, You see. <laughs> uh, we'll put it on the screen there. Check him out. Ask him any question you like. And uh, we'll be sure to take your tweets for the next episode. Graham, thank you again. Cool. Thank you, James. So, of course, guys, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. We provide all the latest in blockchain news from here in South Africa and around the world. So once a week, short roundup with the highlights of what's happened in the blockchain industry and, of course, the lowlights in a very short and punchy uh, email newsletter that goes out. All you've got to do is log on to sacrypto.co.za and enter your name and your email address. A little pop-up box will come up on the bottom right or look for it on the sidebar if that pop-up box doesn't pop up. We try to keep it as non-intrusive as possible. So you may have visited the site already and it now no longer pops up. So check it out on the sidebar. Also, please subscribe to us here on YouTube. We're going to be making a lot more videos like this. And uh, as you can see, we have an incredible asset in Graham. We'll try and get Crypto Eddie back out of hiding. We'll have him on the show and uh, we'll be interviewing people and really making this as much of a video resource as possible. So be sure to check us out and subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. And of course, uh, on our website, essaycrypto.co.za. For me, James Preston, cheers.